This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. Welcome back to Funny Medicine. Hello, everyone. This is Julie. And this is Evie. And today, we have actually put together some listener cases. I know. Thanks to everyone that has emailed us. We really appreciate all the stories. They're pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I mean... And kind of crazy. I was, like, so happy to see them come in. I know. I was like, people are actually paying attention to this. Like, I know. And please keep it coming. Like, keep it coming because, you know, we will feature you. We'll try to feature you on the future listener cases, episodes, and whatnot. We plan on doing this for a, wa- a long time. So we yes. need more content. We need more... I know. We need more listener cases. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a medical professional. No. You can be a, a patient. normal patient and... Say, uh, tell us your story, if it's funny, if it's crazy, if you weren't expecting something, yep. anything, anything works for the listener cases. And we kind of want to try to do this at least once a month. So hopefully yeah. we got enough content so we can keep doing this. Absolutely. So definitely you don't have to, like she said, not a medical professional. You could be Joe Schmo and something funny happened to you out and about that's yeah. somewhat medically related, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, let's go ahead and start it off then, right? I mean... Um, do you want to start or you can read the first one? Okay. Let's see. All right. So here we go. I'll read it straight from, you know, how I came in. Uh, hi, my name is, okay. So she just put it out there. If you don't want your name to be put out there, just let me know in the, in the email and then I'll definitely omit it or, you know, put in whatever it is. One of our listeners here was anonymous. So, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Hi, my name is Katie. As a nurse, I've encountered several interesting and funny medical stories throughout my career. One incident that still makes me laugh happened while I was treating patients in the hospital. This particular patient had a mild case of the flu and was feeling a bit under the weather. I walked into the room with a tray of medications only to find the patient engrossed in a lively conversation with his stuffed animal companion. That's actually really cute though. How old is this patient? I don't know. She, I don't I don't know what she said. Anyway, with a smile, I gently reminded him that his teddy bear wasn't a licensed doctor, but he insisted that Mr. Fluffy knew all the right remedies. <laughs> okay. Like how do you how do you keep up? I really want to know. I really want to know the age of this. This is either know. Be very creepy or very uh, cute. Please, like, follow up this, you know, this email and, and let us know in the future. Um, <laughs> okay, so playing along, I pretended to consult Mr. Fluffy and even prescribed a few extra hugs as part of the treatment plan. Okay, this sounds like it has to be a kid. I think it's a kid. Yeah, yeah I think it's a kid. The patient's face lit up and all, and we all shared a good laugh, realizing that sometimes laughter and a touch of whimsy can be the best medicine. <laughs> so this is really cute. Yeah, this hits close to home because yeah. I'm pediatrics. Yeah. So we see a lot of this in the hospitals and the clinics and stuff. A lot of kids will bring their stuffed animals. That makes sense. Yeah. 
because it's more comfortable for them. And right. sometimes it helps me. Yeah. But if the kid is screaming oh, yeah. and ripping off their parents' clothes because they don't want to sit on the bed, sometimes it is insane how just me listening to a fake Mr. Fluffy, <laughs> heart, his heart and lungs, yeah. okay, and checking his ears. Oh, my God. Kids hate the otoscope. Yeah. They hate checking ears. Uh-huh. And, but you'd be surprised. Sometimes if you just do it to the parent or the... Because they got to see... I guess it's because it's easier for them to see, oh, well, it's it's not going to hurt. I'm seeing exactly what's going to happen to me. So, you know, there's like comfort level to that, I guess. Yeah. Aww. No, there's definitely a comfort level. But what's funny is that um, she's... This uh, Katie here is walking into the room and I'm guessing that this patient, this kid had flu and had like a full-blown conversation so i don't know i was kind of wondering if maybe if this is a kid it's most likely they're just pretend playing and having a full-blown conversation yeah or febrile hallucinations yeah if it's an adult i yeah then yeah and kids too like there were so many kids that would have high fevers and the parents would come out of the room and be like nurse there's something wrong with my child. Oh, no. And the nurse would go in and she would call me. Yeah. Or he would call me at like 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, so-and-so is having hallucinations. Oh, boy. And I would go and the kid would have a fever or Mm -hmm. something like that. And kids do hallucinate. And they hallucinate a lot. Yeah. They hallucinate a lot. I've had kids say that they like feel things like on their skin oh no i've had kids tell me that they're scared to be on the floor because there's lizards on the floor okay okay but yeah kids can hallucinate big time from fevers but i don't think so i think after reading this i think it was just that the kid was probably just you know having a full-blown conversation probably feeling like shit and and i mean like regardless if it's a kid or not like I think she did the right call and like going along with it yeah what would you have done if this was an adult Honestly, it'd be hard for me to just like if I were like poker face it. Like yeah, if, it was, if it was my mom and dad, <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. I just tell the doctor like just go along with it. Yeah, just 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 don't don't say anything. Just don't, don't. say anything. Mr. Fluffy, Love is Mr. Very Fluffy, important. <laughs> very important VIP in this household. Do not <laughs> piss off Mr. Fluffy. Do not. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Like I mean, kudos kudos to you know nurses and doctors and you know medical staff really that have to like just walk into a room and not know what you're going to find no you know i mean this was a funny case but like yeah you no, really, you really those... don't know what you're gonna walk into because lord knows i walked into some weird shit that's what i'm saying like you know it's just i don't i don't know that that to me would be what would stress me out the most yeah. if i had that job every day just opening that door and be like, oh my god, what's what's what yeah. am I what am I gonna find now? Yeah, what, what's gonna happen now? I know. Oh my god, I'm oh. I'm just wondering. You know, at least when you're a hospitalist or yeah. in clinic, yes, you have new patients and stuff like that. But usually, you know, you have some sort of continuity. Yeah, I would love to know how emergency medicine physicians. Oh my god, at every day, new thing every day. They have to be adrenaline junkies to some level, Whew. you know, because you just don't know. You're literally just pull up to work, park go into your job as like anything and it could be happen. literally from anything. a viral uri yeah. to a gunshot wound a gunshot wound to a heart attack to psychiatric psychiatric mental breakdown like anything and that's what trips me out it's like how do you can't even have you don't even have the time to mentally prepare nope you know you're just like you're just going 
You're like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, how are you? I'm Dr. So-and-so. And then just... You have to be like an adrenaline junkie. Like, if you, any emergency med, you know, <laughs> people out there, nurses, doctors, I can, I can just imagine like, them just walking to me like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they just, that's usually the, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's for every emergency medicine doctor, but most of them yeah. keep it short and sweet. Or you just don't have the time either. Yeah. You don't have the time. Yeah. You don't so, have the time. Oh man. Okay. But that one, that one was cute. I liked it. That was, that was awesome. All right. Thanks, Katie. And follow up with us and let us know if it was a kid or an adult. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of changes <laughs> that the view. That would change the view big time. <laughs> yeah. That All would right. be either really cute or really creepy, like Exactly, exactly. All right, Evie, All read right. the next one. Okay, so my name is Dan. Thank you, Dan, for writing. And it says, and I hope this story gets featured. Well, there you go. There you are. (laughs) Um, And if not, at least some entertainment. Okay, let's see. During my medical school days, oh, okay, a medical student experience. Here we go. go. This is already starting off good. (laughs) I experienced a very embarrassing and funny incident while on call one night at the hospital. Okay, damn, that's that's crazy. A medical student on call. Well, I remember Morio having to do that. Like, I had call, but like as a medical student, it was it's not that bad. I mean, it was really like I was just with the resident the entire time. Yeah. But anyways, okay. It was during our patient rounds, and we were a group of students following our attending physician. That's literally how it's always going to be. You're just like little ducklings (laughs) behind Mama Duck. (laughs) And just trying not to piss anyone off. You don't want to piss the attending. You don't want to piss off the nurse. You don't want to piss off anyone. You literally look for someone that has pity on you. That's That was my life, at least. As we entered a patient's room, I confidently started presenting the case. I, I'm already getting palpitations from this. Oh and when he's saying confidently, I think this, I'm is, like, this is my own PTSD, okay? Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm having palpitations for you, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I confidently start presenting the case, discussing the patient's symptoms and treatment plan. Good for you. Kudos for you nice. for at least giving some treatment plan. Well, it's confident, you know? It was most likely the resident's idea, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so mean. Suddenly, without warning, my stomach let out a growl. Wow. Julie's almost Julie almost spit out her her drink. Oh, which by the way, drink of the episode. Mimosas. Mimosas with rose. Yeah, because we started early today, so we're like, okay, yeah. let's just go into mimosas once again. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so back to the story. So, so I can imagine this guy presenting his patient case suddenly without warning my stomach let out a growl echoing through the silent room it has happened to me and i am not i didn't go to med school or anything like that seriously the growling happens at the most inopportune times yo it happened to me taking organic chemistry oh all the time every single lecture or test no no it was a test of course silence you could hear crickets (laughs) and i'm there like doing my freaking test and all of a sudden and I mean, even Mario was like one seat away from me because don't you remember we had yeah, to, we have to like, sit one, sit one without away from me. Yeah. He was a seat away from me and he heard it. <laughs> he just looked at me and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think my brother would laugh at this because <laughs> me and my brother during our exams too, we would also have our stomachs and not even growl. They would make the weirdest exactly. noises. Just like gas like noises. Whale sounds. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> high pitched sounds too and victor <laughs> literally say that he would like elbow himself to like just shut up 
But that one like, that make you go, ugh. Yeah, and then never failed. Every time that someone would have some sort of weird bodily sound, they'd yeah. like, <clears throat> they'd like shuffle in their seat oh my God. to cover it up. Yeah, that's like, no, that it was weird. Weird. It, it, but seriously, it's most embarrassing. I feel you, Dan, though. I feel you. Okay, so back to the story. Suddenly, without <laughs> warning, my stomach let out a huge growl, echoing through this silent room, of course, because it's always pure mm-hmm. silence when that happens. Of course. Everyone turned to me, <laughs> turned to look at me. I can imagine how bad it was. Yeah. And my face turned super red with embarrassment. <laughs> of course, you wanted to die. Jesus. He was probably like, I don't know, a third year medical student the on his first rotation on like was, first day. <laughs> exactly. And he wasn't even like just listening to it. Because one thing is if your stomach growls and you're yeah. listening to somebody presenting, but he's presenting. Yeah, he is he presenting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So trying to regain my composure, I awkwardly laughed it off, exclaiming, well, I guess my stomach agrees that it's time for dinner. Dinner? Come back, man. Dinner, though. Or what time are you rounding? Oh, no. He said he was on call. Yeah. Right? He said he was taking taking a night call. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, dinner could be at any time at night, I guess, if you're on call. Yes. Oh, damn. Okay. So this is... uh, Okay. I mean, not a lot of people do um, uh, night, night... night rounds yeah so usually rounding happens during the day so yeah. that's when you usually do your plan you talk to the families you have a plan for like the rest of the day and night yeah so sometimes when you do nighttime rounds it's either very brief but yeah. if you're actually going patient to patient like in the rooms it's most likely an icu or something like that where okay. you need to like over well it makes sense why he's probably starving he's I mean, if he's rounding in yeah ICU, if you're rounding like... and starving <laughs> you're most likely you've been rounding for like ever hours yeah hours yeah. when i was in neo in in nicu for neonatal like the our neonatal rounding so that's like the baby like for premature babies. babies yeah got it that our route started at 8 a.m sharp mm-hmm. maybe a couple minutes late mm-hmm. okay but 8 a.m sharp and sometimes we would be rounding well well into one to two in the afternoon damn, damn. yeah it was that's, bad that's rough okay yeah Anyways, everyone turned and looked at me and my face turned red with embarrassment. Trying to regain my composure, I awkwardly laughed it off, exclaiming, well, I guess my stomach agrees that it's time for dinner. The entire team burst into laughter. They were very embarrassed as well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. And my attending suggested we wrap up rounds quickly to prevent any further, quote unquote, vocal contributions (laughs) from my stomach. He's like, from that day on, I made sure to have a hearty snack before heading heading to call. Just in case my stomach decided to make up its presence known again. Oh my god! I mean, it can, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all we've been there. all been there, and that we've was, been there, Dan. And that was accentuated because you're presenting. Yeah, you know, it, you're. I right feel like there, you're just nervous. Like, you yeah. haven't eaten because you're probably he's a medical student, so you're probably coming in an hour before you even start your call, right? To prep your patients, to prep rounds, to yep. prep all these things. And, you know, it's it's hard. Like, some people are like, oh, you know, it's just rounds and all these things. Rounds is awful. Rounds I, I, is awful. I remember Mario telling me the same thing. It's just, and it's just tiring, it's too. It's tiring. Like, and it's like, you know, it's this pressure that you have on you to, like, present the correct information. Yeah. And it's all part of training. Yeah. But it's, it's a lot. It's a lot for one person that's not used to doing it. Absolutely. Yes. If you're an attending of 50 years and you're looking oh at God, me, yeah. you're probably like keep going like i already know and that's the thing the attending knows everything yeah 
the attending knows all the labs. Yeah. They know everything. They've yeah. pre-charted already every patient. And they already they already have a plan. They probably are not even listening to you because they already know what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's really... And sometimes if the student is off, the attending goes straight to the resident and they're like, what is this? Did you correct this person? Did you teach this person? Oh, Why are they presenting wrong information? You're oh. in charge of them. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. That's how my residency was. Oof. The students... Yeah, you, they would get feedback, but we would get harder feedback on yeah. why we weren't a good the leader. Residents. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... I mean, you're... Tra- no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. No <laughs> pressure. I mean, we know, like, at least I know that residency is hard as shit, but, like, that's part of the stuff why I like these listener stories. Yeah. Because it gives other people, like, good insights that we haven't covered or whatever. Because, I mean, you gotta listen, about, you know, yeah. a story from somebody, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the way you know, so... But that's that was awesome. All right, so thank you, Dan. Right? Yeah, Dan. All right. So I'll read the next one. Yeah. All right. So, hey, funny medicine. This is Alan. Hello from Belgium. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Hi. International. That. That is awesome. I did. I can't believe we have a listener from Belgium. I know. I'm like what? And I'm. I really want to go to Belgium. Chocolate. Young <sighs> and their beer. My favorite beer yes, is Belgium. from Belgium. Yeah. Oh God. I, beer. Anyway, um, Alan, I really want to go to Belgium. I don't know where in Belgium you are, but I want to go over there. <laughs> anyway, I had an elderly patient who was convinced that the microwave was responsible for transmitting secret messages into her head. Oh my God. I'm okay. That's a psych patient for sure. Yeah. Anyway. She was adamant that it was a government conspiracy. Okay, so we're not the only crazy ones here. We're not yeah. the only ones. Okay, so you no. see? You see? Okay. Well, I mean, COVID, you know, the COVID vaccine yeah. is a microchip. Yeah. It, you know. I, I'm not even. Anyway. Not our cell phones. Yeah, exactly. Not, not Alexa. No, which, I mean, how many times has it happened that you're talking about something and then you just scroll and there's an ad exactly Can for I that? Can I tell you something? My brother, my brother mentioned to me i i mentioned to him that i was having some dandruff in my hair and he said hey have you tried the pros shampoo mm-hmm. and i said no i had never heard of pros before i hadn't even looked at it i hadn't put anything of pros yeah. in my phone yeah nothing it was literally eric just telling me hey have you tried pros it's yeah. been great for me oh cool never googled it never did anything it was just a conversation in passing tell me how that night i got an ad for pros. You see what I mean? That's it. That's that's literally it. It's happened to me so many times. It pisses me off. At first, it would freak me out. Now, it pisses me off. Because I'm like, <laughs> can you stop? <laughs> Who's listening to me? Can you fucking stop? <laughs> like, it happened to us with like some cruises. We were like, oh, let's do like, let's look at celebrity or whatever. Because back then, we were thinking of doing maybe the Disney cruise yeah. with a kiddo. All of a sudden, it was all Royal Caribbean, MSC, like everything on. I was like. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, all right. Sorry about that, Alan. But yeah, um, definitely. I understand the microwave thing because, you know, there's crazier stuff out there. But anyway. So to put her mind at ease, I prescribed a special microwave blocking tea. That's pretty freaking smart. Anyway, it was just a regular chamomile tea and a splash of milk. She sipped it every night as she felt safe from those pesky microwave messages. Sometimes laughter is the best medicine, even if it's just some regular tea. 
That's actually pretty brilliant. I'm sure that that patient would need like actual psych meds too. Yeah. But at least for the moment and just like a little placebo is not going to hurt anyone, you know? Like, Yeah. Sometimes with patients that are having some delusions and yeah. stuff like that, it's really hard. We Psych is all about redirecting. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling a certain emotion, we redirect you to something a little bit less intense. Right. Um, so they they really know how to redirect patients. And I can't, you know, this this guy was probably just like, hey. Yeah. Oh, yes, the microwaves. Mm, how do I not have her freak, you know, out. freak out and jump out this window because this microwave is sending her messages? Or and it was aggressive. a simple tea. Yeah, a simple tea that he probably got from the patient lounge. Jeez, it's so much easier than for the patient getting aggressive yeah. and that becoming like a huge issue. Oh man, when I was a student and we did our inpatient psych ward yeah. rotation, whoo, Mar- that was Mario's worst. My my medical student peers. Yeah. So we were grouped, right? So our group did rotations together. Mm-hmm. And I loved my group. It was um, my really good friend, Tanzeev, and Maddie, which is now my roommate's husband. Oh, I, I'm like having memories of everyone. But anyways, me, Tanzeev, and Maddie, we all did our rotation together. And there's some stuff that you see there that you get in a very awkward place, especially as a little student. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That doesn't know the ins and outs, okay, of an inpatient psych ward. Yeah. Okay. And don't get me wrong, a lot of those patients are completely stable. They're just there for medication management mm. and they're doing pretty well. Right. But there's ones that are they're really tough cases. Yeah. And we had a patient one time with a dementia type of delusion, like acute delusions. Okay. And he was like eight feet tall. Oh my God. Okay, like 200 pounds. Uh-huh. Okay, and I am 5'4". Okay? <laughs> like 140 pounds. <laughs> With my little white coat. My student white coat. And he's like, I want to leave. Oh, Jesus. And he comes up to me, of course. Because of course. no one, no one leaves any computers open for the medical students. So what computer is the only one open? The one that is literally right behind the desk of where they separate all the inpatient patients oh God. from the nurse's station. Yeah. So I have to do my notes and right. I have to do all these things. So I'm like first line of attack for all these patients asking me questions. Oh God. And this man is, you know, screaming off the top of his lungs and he's like, I want my, I want to speak to my family. And as a student, you're also like in between a rock and a hard place because you don't really know the rules. Right, you right. don't. It's like my third day on psych yeah. and you don't really know. So I'm I'm shitting myself at this point. I'm yeah. shitting myself. I'm like, this guy is going to literally jump over this little piece of shit desk, okay? <laughs> that's like 80 years old because the hospital hasn't been renovated in years. And oh he's going to come and he's going to punch me in the face. For sure. And <laughs> my friend... So I, I swear, my friend Tanzeep, because we would do notes together, yeah. he was right next to me okay. when that happened. And when I turned around to look, he was gone. Gone. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
He left me <laughs> by myself. He left me. He left me to get attacked and to die on my own. And I turned <laughs> when I turned around and I didn't see him. No. He was like in the corner of a room laughing. No. Because he's like, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. Well, you know, goes to show, guess what specialty he went into? Psych. Psych. Fucking shit. But how do you deal with it? Like, what happened with the patient? Like, oh, no, I I just told him. I was like, sir, I can get someone to help you. I'm really sorry. I'm not very familiar with how phone calls work. Like, give me a second and I can get a nurse to help you. Right. And of course, you know, he probably thought that I was a nurse. And just because I'm female, not because of anything else. But he was like, oh, how can you work here and not know the rules? But yeah, it's not when you're in that situation, you're not going to be able to reason. Yeah. So your story. Yeah. One more patient (laughs) story. I had a patient that he was, I felt bad because he didn't speak English. Mm -hmm. So he was from, I think Pakistan, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And he had, he spoke zero English and I did not understand him. And he, maybe he spoke just a little bit, but nothing to like really get a good history from, but he was having a acute delusion. And I'm talking about this guy was like walking the hallways, singing songs that no one knew or no one understood. Yeah. Yeah. He's living in like in a different. Yeah. He was in a different world. Yeah. And unfortunately, he was really dehydrated because he stopped eating. He didn't want to eat anything. He didn't want to drink anything. Yeah. And we tried talking to him. We tried kind of calming him down. He was actually very calm. But at the same time, like, he would have his moments where he would get agitated. Okay. And my resident is a really nice resident at the time. And he says, hey, do you want to try, like, an IV on this patient? And Mm -hmm. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, an IV. So... He was so dehydrated, though, that all his veins were, like, collapsed. Yeah. yeah. So they were trying, and he was nervous. He starts singing these delusional songs, and I'm less than a foot away from him trying to get this vein that's completely collapsed. Oh, no. And I, in my mind, I was like, I was like, Oh my god, what is he singing? Like, is he singing how he's gonna kill me right now? Yeah, that's a thing. It's a different language. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And now, oh, <laughs> a lot of things are going through my mind. Like, he's gonna kill me. Yeah, he's planning my death. That I it would be going he's through gonna, my mind too. He's gonna take this needle. Oh no! And he's gonna stab it in my eye. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. But no, I just told him. I I told the resident. I was like, listen, this guy is way too dehydrated. Let's see if we can yeah. kind of get him to drink something. Yeah, and, and then, then you can do it. Right? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. So I think I was the last. Yeah. So you read this one. Okay. Uh, we're on number four, right? Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, my name is Lindsay, and this story happened at my small town's hospital. Our town is a small, conservative town, but I got some tattoos while living in New York while in college just to give context to the story. Okay. I moved back home about a year ago once my mom started to get sick, and these days she's in and out of the hospital. A couple days ago, I went to visit her after I left work for the day and hoped to bring her some comfort since she was kind of complaining about 
her her bed maybe yeah. is that i think she's yeah, a little probably. typo okay so about her bed being uncomfortable however as soon as i walked in i couldn't help but burst into laughter there she was sitting upright in the bed adorned with a colorful assortment of temporary tattoos on her face and arms <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how old her mom is. I know. Apparently, my mischievous niece is. Am I saying that right? Mischievous. Mischievous. I would say yeah, but maybe I'm saying it wrong too. I don't the frosé is getting to me. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, my mischievous niece had paid her a surprise visit earlier and decided to turn grandma into a walking art exhibition. <laughs> my mother initially shocked had embraced the silliness and proudly showed off her newfound ink. <laughs> Nurses and doctors passing by couldn't help but chuckle at the sight. It was a priceless moment of unexpected humor that instantly lifted our spirits and reminded us of how powerful laughter is in the most challenging times. That's Aww. cute. That That's is cute. cute. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what kind of tattoos she had on. God, they gotta be like kid ones, like you know, those temporary little because it was a niece, yeah. so it had to be. Oh my god, like probably like like Toy Story on the on the forehead, exactly. <laughs> like you know, little dumb stuff like that. But that's really really cute. I like that a lot. Oh my um, god, oh my god. But yeah, and, I, and that sucks. Like having to go see your mom that she's in and out of the hospital, and then it's nice to like, you know, you're walking in there like. Uh, let's you know, let's see how she's doing. Like it's I know. just another day of visiting my mom in the hospital type of thing, you know? I mean you walk in and see that. I mean that's that's great. I know, that's but... why Pete's is great. Everyone should just go to pediatrics. <laughs> Shameless <laughs> No, but I can't imagine. I can't imagine all the tattoos. And you know how kids are. Once yeah. they've got one tattoo on oh, you think that you're just gonna escape with one tattoo? No. No. And no no no. They don't want the tattoos on them. They want the tattoos on you. <laughs> All of them. All 50 in the pack. Oh, God. <laughs> or at oh least I feel God. like that's how Nora would do it for me. Exactly. She always, she if she has something new, she'll just give it to me. Oh. Like, you do it. You do it. And I'm like, no, you, you. And she's like, what? She'll start screaming. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm lucky that my kiddo, he's so anal about things that I wonder how he who he who he got that from well I don't know Mario's pretty anal about stuff mm-hmm. and so are you though yeah so he's like the shaving every day <laughs> you can't get over that one <laughs> that's in our hair loss episode for those that don't know that but. yeah yeah go check that out um episode three but oh my god yeah no he I mean we did it in school like it was one of these little bizarre events or whatever and they were like you know when the goodie bags there were like these little temporary tattoos and his friends all around him like his best friend and all that stuff they were all putting it on like with a little water thing and paste it on whatever mm-hmm. and they were like spider-man and whatever yeah and he had his favorite is spider-man right now at least right now it'll probably change next month but he i'm like look it's a spider-man one you want me to put it on your hand you know whatever like your arm he's like uh you know sure he was thinking that it was a sticker at first <laughs> when i put it on him and he saw that he couldn't like just peel it off he freaked out turmoil like chaos <laughs> calamity destruction like i had to ask the teacher please give me like rubbing alcohol or something to take it off because he was just like not having it he was not having it and i'm like baba it's not a sticker it's it's a, it'll come off later when we shower like oh come on you know those things yeah, like, yeah, cost yeah. nothing probably by the end of the day it would have been gone you know no no oh take it off and i'm like oh lord okay fine i'll take it off and once i took it off it was it was fine and then he found another one and another it, like in his same goodie bag there was like another one i'm like okay but let's not put it on you he's like no 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 don't don't 
don't, don't. And he just like put it to the side. Like he still wanted it. Like he didn't want me to take it away from him or anything. But he was like, absolutely, don't put that on me. Oh like, my god, how funny. He's so like. <sighs> anyway, but he's yeah. like, wait a minute, this is permanent. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. I don't have the commitment for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why yeah. I, I still till this day I don't have a tattoo. Yeah, Mario doesn't. I don't. I don't have one either. Neither does Mario. I mean, in another life though. No, I'm not saying that I would never get a tattoo. I would love to get a tattoo. I just still haven't found anything that I really want to tattoo. I honestly think in another life, I would be like with... All tatted up. All completely. Like sleeves and the thing. Like I follow (laughs) this girl in uh, TikTok. I have like this crush on her, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like like, full disclosure. Mm -hmm. I think she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like gorgeous. And I think her name is... Uh, Sammy, Sammy Jeffcoat. Okay, I don't know her, but uh-huh. I will show you her. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, and her tats are like she's all tatted up, all tatted up, and she's a model and all that stuff. Gorgeous, and like she has all these random tattoos of like even just places that she's going or whatever. They're all like colorful and. But yeah, I'm you're gonna look her, her up. Yeah, I'm looking her up. Sammy, I, what? Sammy, um, oh Jeffcoat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's like really popular. Oh, I know exactly yeah, who you she is. You have to know. She's the British girl. Well, yeah, I think she's British. Right? I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah. She, oh, I know exactly who she is. Yeah. I love her. I love her too. I actually wanted to buy a perfume that she recommended, but it was like she's super popular. Like three hundred dollars. I know. I know. My hands. I mean, she wears like all. I love her like outfits. On point. That's what I'm saying. Like in another life, I'd be something yeah. like that, like edgy, just like out there. And right now, yeah. look at me. I'm in an old navy t-shirt and jeans <laughs> and sneakers. I'm like the polar opposite of her, like <laughs> extreme polar opposite of her. Yet I'm like, I want to be you. <laughs> Please teach me your way. Teach me. But anyway, um. So yeah, next next story, I guess. Okay. Uh, you read the last one, right? Yeah. I did. Okay. All right. So, okay. Uh, this is all anonymous one you were talking about. All right. Yeah. So this is from anonymous. As a surgical tech, I had witnessed many intense and unpredictable moments in the operating room, but nothing prepared me for the shocking twists that unfolded during one particular surgery. We were in the middle of a delicate procedure when suddenly a loud buzzing noise filled the room accompanied by a flash of sparks. Okay, at that moment, me, because I listen to way too many paranormal and true crime podcasts, I'd be like, there's a ghost in here. There's a ghost in here. Every time, anything, there's been times where at the hospitals, yeah. like there'd be like flickering lights or I've had the electricity call off, but we have generators. And yeah, stuff. yeah. But every freak time out. that happens, one, I freak, freak out. out. Yeah. Two, I freak out because I'm like, did my notes save? <laughs> You have no idea. Once, when I was in oh inpatient peds, yeah, we had this complex kid, and his notes are very long and detailed, and oh boy. you know these are notes that other providers are gonna see. Yeah. So, yeah. and you're the primary team. Yeah. So, and it was at the end of my shift. It was like five o'clock in the morning. Now you're done, yeah, and I am exhausted. Yeah. I'm done. It was probably like day six of seven of of seven i don't yeah, know something yeah. like that yeah yeah and can you believe that there was a power outage Jeez. and the notes did not save oh my god and i took a minute yeah i took a minute to myself yeah because 
I thought that I was going to have... Yeah, a conniption. It's something. Something yeah. was going to happen to me <laughs> in that moment. And I think everyone knew oh. that because my team was already almost getting ready for sign out. And yeah. someone, thank God for this person, someone came up to me and they was like, hey, don't worry. Like, yeah. why don't you do the last part of the note and I will focus on doing the first oh, half thank, of the note. Thank God. That's really nice. Because, Listen, like, if it wasn't for this person... Yeah. I would have, I would have just walked up and left. I would have just been like, I'm sorry, day team. You're going to have to do this because oh my, my I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done that. I would have just cried and I would have, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I wanted to die. Anyways, just reading this, the flicker of lights and stuff. It's like PTSD. Like, but did you save your note? <laughs> but did you save the vitals? Did you write down everything? Are you going to have to backlog like four hours? That's, oh my God. No, I can't even, that's yeah. extremely painful, but okay. So Flashes, um, you know, there was, while we were in the middle of a delicate procedure, when suddenly a loud buzzing noise filled the room accompanied by a flash of sparks. The surgical lights flickered, causing a momentary panic among the surgical team. Oh my God. I hope it wasn't like... <laughs> I wonder what kind of surgery this yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, he did say it was like... Because uh, if this uh, is like ortho surgery, it's like, hmm, what kind of tools are they using at that moment? Honestly, this uh, is neurosurgery. <laughs> what part of the brain are you in right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to say he or she. Like, I don't want to misgender this person. But, like, they did say, like, that it was a delicate procedure. In the middle of a delicate procedure. So, God only knows. Anyway. I mean, anything with a surgery is delicate, Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, okay. It turns out that a tiny rogue mouse had managed to sneak Fuck into... That. Fuck that. <laughs> Nope. Into nope. the operating room and nope. inadvertently chewed through the electrical wire. Where is the electrical wire? And where is this mouse? And where are they practicing? Oh my god. Okay, amidst the chaos, the mouse scurried away, leaving us all in disbelief. To say the least, our lead surgeon was incredibly pissed off, however, did start laughing. The incident served as a reminder that even in the most controlled environments, life can still throw us amusing surprises when we least expect it, and I was sure laughing. Okay. So let me just paint a picture here. Oh my God. In surgery, you have to scrub in. Yeah. Okay. So that means disinfecting everything. Okay. That's going to be touching the patient. Okay. Okay. So once you are scrubbed in, that's like the whole entire thing that people see that we like wash our hands and stuff like that. Exactly. And then you walk in with your hands up, dripping in the air. Okay. And then there's a person, usually a scrub tech. Okay. Yeah. That is already waiting for you to literally like hanging up your, um, your, oh my God, I'm, I'm like, I can't believe I, you're like PPE, like your protective yeah, gear. Yeah, it's like your protective like, gear, but yeah. they're like holding up the, the body part, okay. right? So you put in one hand, you put in the other, then they put in a glove, they mm. wrap you up, then you put on another glove because a lot of surgeons like to do what's called indicator gloves. So it's okay. like if they like scalpel, then oh, the okay, bottom okay. glove will show green so you know that there's a break in your glove. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. So those are indicator gloves. And then, nice. so you're literally sterile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then a mouse, you see a mouse. Where, I mean, anything can happen. We live in a world, okay, where there's animals, okay? Yeah. It could have been a roach. Who yeah. Knew? But a mouse, okay? Well, you cannot move. You cannot move because if you break scrub, it is no longer a sterile field. Now, the thing is, this person, obviously, he's anonymous. She 
he, she, they say, sorry, I keep doing that. I, I will, I will correct myself. They did not say where they're from. No. So it could be anywhere. No, it could so be anywhere. you're talking about like technique here in the, in the States. But yeah. I mean, I remember when Mario was a med student and he did have to go to Grenada to their hospital yeah. to do several like, you know, smaller rotations sure. or whatever. And the stuff he saw. The stuff he saw at their jet, they have like private hospitals, they have yeah. like smaller clinics and whatever, yeah. and all that. But the students had to go to like the hospital, yeah. like the yeah. hospital that everybody, like the general hospital of the yeah. whole island. Mm-hmm. And that's like just, you know, government type of like, you know. Yeah. An example is like tubing, like surgical tubing or just general tubing, medical tubing, okay, yeah. was hanging up. Like, in, in fresh air, in one of, like, the walking hallways that was, like, out in the fresh air, drying. Oh, great. So that that gives you an example of, like, what to expect. So, I don't know. Maybe this person could have... I mean, girl, Probably not the here. pictures that I've seen on hospitals from Cuba... That's it. You it's, know, like... It's awful. No, 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 no. It's awful. And the stories, like, my mom still has family over there. And the stories that they... I mean, they have to take their own linens. No, they do. My aunt yeah unfortunately broke her hip yeah and she's a heavy lady yeah so the only way that they were able to get her not into an ambulance into the back of a truck okay yeah yeah. because that was the only form of transportation to the hospital Mm -hmm. okay was putting a blanket under her okay and putting her onto the truck with the blanket that was the same blanket that she got admitted to the hospital with. That yep. was the same blanket she used on the operating table. Yep. And that was the same blanket she used post-op. What the F? I don't, I, I don't know. And that's why when I hear like some people out there, you know, that they have no context other than like just the stuff they hear in, in the media and whatever that, oh yeah, Cuba has like wonderful hospitals. They have excellent healthcare. I'm like, I'm not saying that, yeah, I mean, the doctors are fantastic because they literally have to work with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. They don't have, they have to have such clinical. But there's no antibiotics. There's no suture material. I had to send suture material to my family. Sutures. And these are the things that people don't know. Yeah. They don't know this at all yet. They're like, oh no, but they have excellent healthcare. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Stop talking. Stop talking. Like, <laughs> stop just, talking. Just, People just, are going to laugh at you. Stop just, just stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so going back to this, this could be anywhere. Yeah, it really could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. But I can't imagine because if I, like... I saw a mouse. Oh, God. And and not and being, and being not breaking scrub. Yeah. I mean, scrub over there might not be as strict here as Listen. here, you know, like. But I'm just talking like like the reaction of a mouse. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna put one of my friends out there. He's one of my medical school friends. He's yeah. This mass. He looks like a freaking football player. Okay. His name is Kevin. Kevin, I love you so much. But I have to say this story. So we were in our the library one time studying. Okay. And I was in a cubicle, and he was in the cubicle in front of me, or maybe at a table. I can't remember. Yeah. But point is, is that. <laughs> I went to go get a book out of my book bag. Uh-huh. And there was a mouse. No. Yeah, there was a mouse. Wait, where? Like, like just scurrying, like, down, like, the little cubicle wall. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, so I, for some reason, I'm not afraid of mice. I'm afraid of rats. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I'm afraid of a mouse if it comes at me. But it was safely yeah. far away from me. Yeah. So I tell Kevin, in the library, I'm like... Kevin, Kevin, 
And then he looks at me and I was like, there's a mouse. Like, there's, <laughs> But I casually said it. And he's like, in the library, in the library. And he used to work at the library. So he used to close, but he was also studying. And he was like, he goes, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's like, you said what? And, and I'm telling you, he's like massive. He's like a football player. And then I was like, yeah, there's a mouse. I literally just saw a mouse. And he's like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. And he starts packing up his bag. And he's like, where'd you see that mouse? And it was first floor, like, of the library. It was, I mean, we only had a one one floor library. But yeah. every we had other study rooms. Yeah. And he was like, everyone is quiet studying. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like where'd sudden- you see the mouse? And I was like, oh, shit. He's going <laughs> to have a moment right now. He's having a moment. And oh man, it was so funny. Oh no, my god! I would have never guessed yeah. that he would have had that reaction to a tiny little mouse. It wasn't even a rat. It was like a tiny little mouse. But he's like, oh hell no! I can't even study here right now. He's like, oh hell no! He's like, where are we living right now? Where are we living? Oh my god! It's so funny. Oh my god, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. But, but it yeah, happens. like it, it does. happens. And it crazy does. things happen like that, and it doesn't it, have to be just out of the United States. Yeah. We definitely had a case when I was a student that one of our other medical students said that during the surgery, a nail from the roof. What? Yeah, a nail from the roof was loose and fell right into the patient. What the fuck? Yes. Into the patient. I mean, how precise is that? That's crazy, man. Yep. A nail just, you know, was loose and then it, you know, life, it just yeah. went and oh contaminated God. the whole entire Yeah, of course. Yep. Oh my God. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Well, this was an awesome episode. This was a lot of fun. I know. I kind of like these. I yeah. really hope we get more listener episodes. Please, everyone, keep sending Yeah, stuff. keep sending it. We will definitely do our best to, like, read. We'll definitely read through all of them, for sure. Yes. But, you know, we'll definitely, you know. These were the ones that we got so far. Exactly. These are the ones that we have so far, you know, through email. And I think one of them came in through a DM. But, anyway, email it to us, funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And it's, it could be, again, it could be anything as long as there's something in there that's touching medical, a medical yeah. thing. That's, that will work. That's enough. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, what the hell? Anyways. What was that? <laughs> that was your froze. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll catch you all in the next one and see you next time. See you next time, everyone. Bye. Uh, bye. Like, comment, review us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys. <laughs>